listening to Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 202. This episode is brought to you by 4Athletics. I'm so excited. They just launched new leggings with prints on them. Could it get any better? And they and they have ones that have like the the side panel mesh, which I'm I am a big fan of that. I have a lot of mesh leggings. I'm really excited about these. Mesh ones. is the thing. So it is the thing. And now you can have the thing made in the USA. Made by in the, the most USA. It's for athletics. F O U R athletics dot com. The discount code is G G W. So you guys can support the podcast and support a great company for athletics. We love them, and they have great products. We always talk about how schmushmush memon is just so expensive, and this is like the best quality, and they're fabric is luxurious every time i wore a four athletics tank this morning to work out in and i just it feels like butter i'm telling you i will not stop saying that they are so amazing and they're an amazing company and you guys know how much we love to support companies who are nice people so that's four athletics f-o-u-r athletics.com and check out their new leggings go check out all the new styles if you see a, a style you like then back it so you'll go to their website go to women's and go to workshop and that is where all of their crowdsource items are and so those you need to back them in the same way that you would like a kickstarter they do it that way as we've talked about before to really keep their prices down so they don't have to have a ton of stuff sitting in a warehouse somewhere which drives up prices and you also can check out their core collection which is just some of their basics that you can you can purchase without having to do the crowdfunding portion of it but all their new stuff is going to be in workshops so go check it out find what you like back it so that they can make a bunch of it and then you'll get all your all your legging dreams will come true and again that supports the podcast and we love you for doing that so for athletics so this week we have Emily Abbott on the show. We recorded with Emily a couple weeks ago and we freaking love this woman. We cannot wait for you to hear this interview. Um, let's just dive right in. Let's yeah. start with the open. All right. So you came in 32nd. Yes. In the whole wide world. In the whole wide world, Emily. That's yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about the open? How, um, we can start. We can start at the end and work backwards. How do you feel about 32nd? Uh, honestly, I mean, I guess I really don't give two shits because, <laughs> like, it's awesome. It's you made so it to regionals. Awesome. Yeah, I made it to regionals. I got a seat at the table. You know, I had, I performed relatively well over the Open. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, okay, it's just, uh, it's the first step in the process. And I guess maybe that sounds a little bit, like, snobbish to say, but, like, when you're at the level that I've been competing at, it's, you know, you, you, you don't look at the open as like, you don't have to win the open. Yeah. They're like, Oh, it's so much fun. And, and like, yeah, it is. It's super fun. Like, but I honestly, it's just like, I come in on Friday, I hit the workouts and then I have the rest of the weekend to go do like fun, actual fun shit. Like, (laughs) you know, go dancing or like hang out with my friends. So I like, I'm just trying to be as, as honest as possible. It's fun, but it's, uh, and you know, and maybe it was because I was just like, yeah, let's just get the workouts done and move on with my life and get other training in and go see my buddies. Um, that made it that much more fun, I guess, just to get it, get it done, you know, and then, uh, yeah, move on. I've always wondered about that. I'm glad you said that because I've always wondered how the elite athletes look at the open. And also if you're just kind of like constantly watching the leaderboard and it's interesting for you to just be like, yeah, this is just kind of a step. I don't want to say an annoying step, but in a way, it's kind of a little like annoying step to get, get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fun. Like it's kind of like, yeah, Thursday, I'm, I'm a little excited to see like what the hell we're going to do. I know it's going to be like atrocious and not make me feel good <laughs> uh, no matter what. 
So it's like, it, there's a huge like um, form of acceptance, you know? Everyone's like, well, what do you think it's going to be? And I'm like, I honestly don't care. Whatever it's going to be, it's going to make you feel real bad. And then you'll feel good for like how you accomplished right. it. You're going to feel real um, bad for 12 to 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you get to go on with your day. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. And, I, and this is the, probably the first year I, I actually didn't even look at the leaderboard. And then someone was like, oh, man, you finished 32nd. I was like, oh, that's great. But, like, honestly, I don't care. And now it's time to, like, you know, yeah, I get think going. I think it's interesting that, like, I like that is a testament, I feel like, to how fit you are, that you don't have to do the leaderboard. Like, last night we were um, out to dinner with some folks, and they, we were talking about, like, owning a private jet. And the the, <laughs> the, the conversation came to, like, <clears throat> if you have to wonder how much it costs, then you're not there yet. And I feel like right. that is kind of the same with this. It's like, if you have to leaderboard, then you're not there yet. <laughs> right. That's such a good uh, parallel. Like, cause <laughs> it's so true. It's like when you say, like, I'm the baddest motherfucker around. Well, when you say no, that, <laughs> that just draws attention to the fact that you aren't. Right. There, yeah. I think it's the, that Madeline Albright who has a quote that says, if you have to tell people you're a lady, you aren't. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like drive a, drive a big truck to yeah. show everyone you're cool. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I like that. So well, yeah. Um, I, I don't mean to diminish like no. the the trials and tribulations of the open, but you know, at the end of the day, I always and maybe it's because my training has shifted. I'm in a now getting coached by people that have a really great perspective on the whole CrossFit thing as a sport, and uh, it's it's just like it's exercise and it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be challenging. And when I hear people repeating workouts like three or four times, like I actually am questioning their sanity and you know, like it's, it's not meant to do that. These workouts are meant to be done once done. Well, you're supposed to perform. And then, and that's the challenge. Like on 17.3, I didn't perform. I screwed up. I had a bad, like uh, mental mentality going into the workout and I, I screwed up and I had to deal with that screw up. You know, like that, and I feel like that also is kind of like a life lesson. Like you don't yeah. get second chances. That's, so that's one thing that bu- almost bugs me about the open is it's like if you were really treating this as a competition, if you were on the competition floor, there would not be a do-over. Exactly. And I feel and, like, like if you're, you're truly preparing for competition, like you need to look at it that way. Exactly, and it's like when I had crappy basketball games and I didn't like the outcome, I didn't get a second chance. But no, that, that's where you like, that's where you learn the most when you lick your wounds and you're like, hey, I did not snatch well and maybe I have to change this and I have to focus more on this. It helped. It only helped my training. Yeah. Like refocus it. So that's, uh, yeah, I feel pretty strongly about that. And when I see like, you know, the weekend warrior redoing the workouts, I'm just like, yeah, if you don't, yeah. I, I tell them, I was like, if you don't get better, like I'm going to publicly humiliate you because... <laughs> You Joy, must get better. Joy and I even like thought about redoing a couple. Which, which one did we almost redo? I don't know. There was like two of them that we think it was- tossed the idea and then we immediately were like, let's go get coffee and donuts. Yeah, immediately I was like, wait Good a for minute. You. <laughs> this is so not worth it. <laughs> I actually even skipped 17 too because I was like, I'm going skiing. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. That's it because CrossFit, we do CrossFit so we can go out and enjoy life and be yes. super awesome at it not get crippled by it right and, my, you know like my like life fitness goal is to never get sore from gardening 
<laughs> like, I'm, are you serious? I'm dead serious. I remember, I like, no when idea. I very first started CrossFit, and I was working in this like really unhealthy office, and this woman, and who I've talked about before, the one who used to like tell me I was so lucky that I had such good genetics, and while I was sitting across from her, and she was eating like drinking like her tenth soda of the day, and I was like sitting there eating my like chicken and vegetables, <laughs> and she's like, "You're just so lucky. You just have such good genetics." And I was like, ah. "But she, I remember one time went out." Like, you know, it was the first spring weekend and she went out and gardened and the entire next week she just complained about how sore she was from gardening. And like, I was like, that's my goal. I never want to be sore from a weekend of gardening. Like, I want to be at least as fit so that I can go out and like spend the day crouching down and standing up and hauling, you know, bags of soil and not have to think twice about it. I feel like that's, that's not, a really like, great. That's a great fitness goal. Yeah, Emily, like I'm, I feel like yeah. I'm not trying to get to the crowd. That should be a CrossFit Games event. Yeah, <laughs> Emily, I have a question too because I feel like yeah. as the years go by with competing, I feel like I've seen a path of people focusing more on rest and recovery and how important that is. And mm. I can't help but wonder that over the years, as the CrossFit Games becomes more intense, that that is really prioritized. And I don't know if that's. It sounds to me like you've always really had a good balance and mindset around it, and I think that's why you've stayed healthy but i just i do see some of these more elite athletes really getting injured and having to step back and i just want to know if you think about that a lot and program that into your training yeah so this year uh it's really interesting that you say that because like this year i i shifted to different coaches i stopped getting all outside programming and i just am with once like two people who decide everything that i do and they have drilled into me how important like the basis of any good athletic training development program is rest hydration nutrition and and then of course a good training program um but i have rested so much more this year and i have you know if i'm not feeling it and i I talk to my coach she's like okay you're just gonna go home and have a hot bath and go do something fun with your friends and that has has saved me like I think if I had continued on the same path this year like just anyone can go into the gym six days a week and grind away but I think the difference is then those who rest and change things up and don't worry too much about adhering to like this perfect structured training program that has really been the difference maker for me and I've, I've gotten better I'm like the best athlete I think I could ever be right now so yeah, I really, I really think it, and it's telltale to see you see people who can like go in and just do an obscene amount of work, and they're getting injured, and it's super unfortunate um, because I think CrossFit as a sport is completely changing. Like, it's developing, it's growing, and it, you know when you look at football players or basketball players or any other sport, they do not do cro- uh, football or basketball all year round. Just like a CrossFitter probably shouldn't be doing CrossFit all year round. And training like the games is a month away. You know, there has to be an ebb and flow. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I've rested a lot more. I've had a lot more beers and uh, chilled out a lot more. And it's, you know, even if even if I like I don't get the result I want, I've had such a, a hell of a year and I'm having a lot of fun. So, yeah, that's so important. Though. I just I love that about you. And just from what I see on social media, obviously, but I feel like there's 
there's a little bit of a pendulum swing, which I'm, I really like that I'm seeing that because I feel like, especially in CrossFit, we say it all the time that we are always watching you guys. We're watching what you're doing. And so it's almost like, well, if Emily Abbott can go out and have a beer, then we can too. And like, I love, <laughs> I love what Margot Alvarez is doing with her wine yeah. and like her vineyards. And I just, that's just such a cool message to be giving to people too, because I think especially as CrossFit evolves, I feel like in the beginning, it was very, I think categorized as just so intense and go, 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 go. And now that we're seeing the cumulative effect over the years, especially with, you know, the professional athletes here, that that's more is not better and that you have to really train smart. Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think it's a natural progression of the sport. But it, what, what's really interesting is that, like, the sport actually started, like, just how we want it to get back to. Like, I think... Isn't that interesting? Our, You're right. Yeah. We just... And it's, it's so funny. Like, it's... People... Like, I was hanging out with uh, one of my my sponsors, um, RPM Ropes, and uh, down in California. And they're, they are super cool. They're like, we... The reason we love CrossFit is that it, w- it was... Uh, it helped us get out and kick ass in life like it was a garage gym movement we did it like you worked out really hard and then you could go enjoy your life and what they've started doing with their gym members they were telling me is um basically setting up like field trips to go do fun things outside of the gym with their members and i thought i was like that's such a great idea because it it shifts the values back to oh yeah like the gym isn't everything like i shouldn't my only focus on life shouldn't be a crossfit gym and like yeah it's cool to get like your first pr your first muscle up that's so awesome but then you can go out and go skiing with your family or go to a barbecue and do like a sweet keg stand because you could know how to hold a handstand, right? Like, I don't know, just stuff like that. It doesn't, of course, have to always involve drinking, but it's like, it's, uh, it has different accomplishments. And I don't, it's, I love that they were pushing their members like, yeah, let's go out and go do a hike or just get back to the, the stuff that we actually love. Yeah. So but then of course as an elite athlete yeah it changes like i'm not gonna sit here and say like i go and do all these amazing things i'm in the gym like all like i'm a gym rat i'm in the gym all the time but i definitely i have seen the value and i've seen the light of getting out um and getting back to doing the things that you love and it's been hugely important important uh for my training this year because then when i i do train i am going super hard the intensity is increased what are some of your favorite things to do outside of Uh, the gym yeah what are the things you love uh so i love um either heading to the ranch or just getting outside of the city and taking probably taking my dogs for a rip i know it sounds so canadian um what does that even mean uh so you like i get into a a polaris or a little four by four and i just uh we live in a valley so i rip up the valley and the dogs yeah the dogs uh you can i probably take an inst i should take an instagram video but they like they just run like crazy and there's so many like things to sniff and they roll in cow poop and it's just like (laughs) seeing like they're so free and then you know getting outside of the city i think is really important because you kind of forget like how the city kind of makes you into you know there's some manufactured consent in the city so uh getting outside of the city is uh super important for me um i love like it's so nerdy and i'm like just a really silly white girl but like going to hip-hop class or like dance class has honestly been so much fun for me just because the fact that you're so immersed in the activity you forget 
forget about everything. So like all that chatter in your head just melts away and you're completely focused on the task. So it's kind of like a meditation and I love that. So wow. yeah, it's another favorite thing. You're speaking my language. I love doing that. I haven't done it in a while, but it's so <laughs> much fun. You keep fun. talking about going back to dance yeah. class, right? Yeah. You gotta do there's it. There's one, actually, Emily, if you ever come, come to Denver, there's a adult dance studio, not like a stripper studio. You know, they have the stripper <laughs> not poles. Not adult dance. But like an actual <laughs> dance studio with professional adult dancers that will teach you like video moves where you're like doing the video uh, video dance moves from like Britney Spears hit me one more time or something. It's just like <laughs> so great. So you, yeah, right? And you it's and like, I can it's go. so silly. But yeah, yeah okay. I actually like I was thinking I was like Denver is such a great place I, and I've never really been oh, so bring I the would dogs. love to come down it's such a dog friendly city too I will yeah. also say that what you describe with your dogs we call that a redneck walk oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah usually it's like a truck like you just like let your dogs out of the back out of the back door of the yeah. truck and then you drive down the dirt road and they run after your truck it's called <laughs> called the redneck walk <laughs> oh my god that was like my childhood like, <laughs> Oh my God, that's so great. I love it. Just let them out. Yeah. Yep. Let them run. And my dad, like, uh, whenever we were younger and I was trying to, like, cut the dog's nails, he'd be like, no, just run them down the driveway a bunch of times because it's pavement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just file them down. Nature's, and add, nature's nail work. file. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, super, super redneck. I like that. <laughs> so. so Talk a little bit about the trips you've been doing or the, oh, yeah. or the trips that you're kind of establishing or developing and evolving all of that good stuff. Yeah. So I opened up a little uh, small business called Abbott the Red Adventures. And uh, basically, um, I took some people down to Mexico, an hour north of Puerto Vallarta. So this is like real Mexico. You're hanging out with like villagers and you're just right in the heart of Mexico. And um, it's super cool. And I basically, we just do fitness in the morning and then and again, I focus more on like the adventure and like uh, kind of the oddball stuff. So we went to um, up to some petroglyphs. We did some hiking. Uh, we ate amazing food, of course. And, uh, and then I made everyone do kind of like a beach style workout where they had to swim, run, that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, it was fantastic. And I, I got I convinced six people to come down uh, <laughs> and just trust me. And they showed up and it was like this motley crew and they were super open and they had such a good time and they still hang out and talk and are connected uh even when we ran the trip uh back in november so it's pretty cool to see that kind of created this little like bond and group and uh and there may have been some skinny dipping but we're not going to talk i'm not going to talk about that too much yes that's so great yeah like at night under the stars in bioluminescent water like oh my gosh that would freak me out actually i think i think uh, i'd be like where are they getting in my body everywhere that's the thing i would be like this is like a part of me now we are we are one we are one (laughs) but basically everybody everybody skinny dipped even people i thought was like oh no they'll never skinny dip they did so it was really dark out too so you didn't have to (laughs) be too worried that's so funny yeah so oh sorry my dogs are barking hi puppy ollie Um, so then, uh, yeah. And then, so I'm I'm going to hopefully run more of those. Uh, it's just, you know, my schedule's kind of filling up for the fall, but I'm also running, I'll be running trips through a company called AMRAP Vacations CrossFit, uh, down in Playa del Carmen. And, uh, 
yeah, so that those will I'll be announcing those soon on my social media. So, yeah, they're super fun, and I don't know, it would be awesome to have people come hang out with me because I like meeting new people from all walks of life. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's just all about adventure, and you know, you get your fitness done in the morning, so you get that little hit of endorphins, and then we can go drink, you know, cervezas on La Playa. On La Playa. I remember the story. I I love that you're so adventurous too. I remember the story you told us. I think it was the last episode you were on of the guy's house. You stayed in a room at an Airbnb and he gave you like dry granola or something. And you're like, can I have some milk? (laughs) And he's like, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, that guy was... super strange but i love that i love that i love like experiences like that that was so great like you just yeah we were in costa rica recently and yes i saw that oh my gosh it was so fun and we had this amazing guide that after we did paddle boarding we were just walking down the street he stops at this random house on in this neighborhood this lady opens her door and is selling homemade ice cream out of her house for like a dollar and oh my god a dollar like 30 it was the most (laughs) unreal ice cream i i like swear to my grave that i'm like i will never taste anything better than that it was so good literally it was in a ziploc bag you just bit off the corner of the bag and like eat it like an otter pot yeah And it was like just this old lady. Yeah. She like just throws a bag of ice cream at you. You throw her the money, and then it's like th- it was it was even through like a grate. Like yeah, a, <laughs> like she oh was. She didn't even come out to greet you. She just like throws it. At you. I'm like, where else would you have this experience? This yeah. is unreal. No, that's so great. So, uh, what were you guys doing down in Costa Rica? We went with uh, a group called Under Thirty Experiences. Um, so just oh, yeah, right. like a kind of similar group travel um, coordinating group, and they were super fun. So they helped us create like a custom trip. So. So we did a little bit of fitness, a lot of exploring. It took we, like 20 girls gone wild listeners. Yeah, it was super it fun. It was so much cool. fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. So when we saw you were doing trips, we're like, okay, we got to do her trips and then we'll do our trips. We just need to Honestly, travel all year long. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm down. I'll go on your trips and then you come on mine and you guys be your fabulous selves. That okay. would be wonderful. That would deal. be so great. Okay. So are we allowed to talk a little bit about this article like forever ago that you posted with the stupid guy profile or do you, are you over it? Uh, for sure we can talk about it. Okay. I don't I don't care. I feel like that was such a cool uh, response that you had where you're like, okay, I need to talk about this and put this out here. Yeah. Do you want to just like brief what happened? Oh, okay. Hold on. I oh, also want to say there. that my husband, Brandon, wrote you an email after that and you wrote back to him and he like will not say, he's like, I, that's so cool that she actually like took the time to read it and write back. And I'm like, no, Emily's a cool girl. Like yeah. she, but so he was like, tell me I say hi. <laughs> uh, I, and he wrote such a nice, like what he wrote, like, it made my heart like break a little Aww. bit and then it was like it was honestly Brandon wrote such a nice email and it was of course very um grammatically correct oh which gosh. I appreciated <laughs> and so it was what yeah did you it was say? Oh, well, I, I don't know if I can say oh, okay. it. No, he just kind of talked about like how like body image <laughs> oh, okay. issues are like universal for men and women. Sure, and he sure. talked a little bit about like his like okay, got struggles it. and okay. yeah, which we, he, he, Brandon, he yeah. talked about Brandon on the podcast so before. Sweet. Okay, cool. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, it's yeah. all, it's all, oh, it's I public know knowledge. I was like, no, no, no. He's <laughs> he's come on the podcast to talk yeah. about it before, and he I think like okay. for him it's an issue that's near and dear because he even you know sees like I think that it bugs him a little, not bugs him, but like. You know, the, there's such a conversation around it with women's body image, but there's not as much of a conversation around it with men. And so he right. always likes to have the opportunity to say, like, I totally hear what you're saying. And also men experience this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, I'll go into briefly go into it. But um, and we'll hopefully expand on Brandon's 
you know, trials and tribulations too with that whole conversation. But yeah, yeah so Bumble is an a-, a dating app, and I was I got out of a relationship like last August, and <laughs> so I was like, oh my god, I guess this is how everyone does it. Uh, so <laughs> I guess this is I my life now. <laughs> yeah, this is my life, like swiping right or left. It's kind of bullshit, but. Anyway, so I downloaded this app and the thing I like about Bumble is like if you match with someone, you know, they both have to like the guy has to swipe right on you. I have to swipe right on the guy and then I start the conversation so he can't unless I start the conversation, which is ostensibly fewer dick pics. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But you'd be surprised anyway, especially (laughs) if this old guy. Um, Yeah some of the filth oh my god anyway so um yeah so then he he, we started talking and I I think I was like oh hey how's it going like I have some pretty good like icebreakers I don't like to just say oh hey how's it going I forget what I said like probably like oh how about those Miami Dolphins or something like that (laughs) and no and then uh he uh we talked like maybe there was like two exchanges and then he just went into this like he asked oh yeah he was like so sensible and reasonable up into a point when he asked me if I wanted to get pregnant and I was like oh god here we go what? and I, he like asked me he's like oh maybe you should he's like have you ever had a baby and I was like no I no. haven't what the, what the hell are you talking about and clearly I, just I have back. not <laughs> yeah clearly. and he's like you should have a baby and I was like I wrote just I just wrote back Jesus Christ and <laughs> He was like, what? I was like, you were so reasonable up until this point. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. disappointed. <laughs> I'm so disappointed now. And and then he, yeah, and then he just went into this kind of like tirade of like how that whole like, yeah, you're, you don't, I don't like you anyway because of your body and, you know, you're not a real woman. And I'm just like, dude, well, I don't understand why you matched with me like in the first place. Yeah. And like had this whole conversation just to lead up to tell me that you're not attracted to me. Exactly. I'm just like, it was super weird. And so I read it that night and I just, I I texted one of my guy friends and I was like, what is this? I was like, I've never, like, I've had messages before, but like, not like this on a dating app. Yeah. And, um, and and it, it bothered me. And so I slept on it and then I went into the gym the next day and I was like, man, I don't know if I should post this. And and then I was like, no, you know what? Fuck that. I have been quiet so long about people like saying, making comments about my body. Like honestly, probably my entire life, just like any female, right? We're always either to this or to that. Right, and you can't like, win. Yeah, so it's a, I was just like, fuck this. And so I, I threw it up there on social media. And yes, I agree. I probably shouldn't have had, like I should have blacked out his face. But it kind of made it that much more sweet because he had, like, this, like, ridiculous hair and (laughs) I don't know. It was this, yeah, and the the response, like, I did not think I'd get this kind of response, but, uh, yeah, I guess it just blew up and... um, Mm-hmm. I think it's. I, I think first of all, it's great that you didn't block him out because it's like no, you have to be accountable for being a douchebag. Right. But also, I think it. You know, I think the reason you did get that big response is because, like, you're right that it happens to everybody our whole lives, and only every once in a while is someone like willing to break through the norm and be like, oh, this is not just something that we have to deal with. 
I think that's the thing that struck me most about it is that I feel like we just, you know, both women and men just sort of are at this place where we're finally starting to say, you don't get to tell me what's right or wrong about my body. But like, finally, it, like as a society, even I think we're getting more to that point of like, I don't owe you anything. And like the fact that someone else is trying to shame you for your, you know, for like, basically, I know we always talk about like your body is a reflection of like your priorities and like your story in life up to that point. And, mm-hmm. you know, it could, because of that, it can look a million different ways because everybody's stories are so different. And like by telling somebody your body is wrong, you're basically telling someone like your story is wrong. And that's just so like, there's no way to get around that feeling like crap. Yeah, it was, it, it's totally disheartening. And yeah, man, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just why why do we have to participate in everyone's self-image so much it's just super frustrating and i don't know i think uh, i need to i want to put that on a t-shirt emily <laughs> that was such a good quote like well the thing too that that's coming to mind for me is like you everyone's experience is so individual but obviously you were right ra- like how were you raised around this like how were you raised around self-image and it sounds to me like you had just a really healthy upbringing and like your dad had you like <laughs> shaving the dog's nails on the sidewalk (laughs) but like you know talk a little bit about that of just like how you're raised to think about the female body and and your confidence well I think um I think at like a young age especially when we moved to the country like all of a sudden we were thrust into like these situations that were super uncomfortable and like that meant my body was on display like I had to like lift heavy rocks or I had to dig trenches and so I was, I was constantly in this state of like, I had to kind of figure it out. And it was like all this grunt work. But I, I think I, I started to appreciate probably just through like, through the activity, like how my body could work. And it wasn't exactly how it lo- looked. It was like what it could do. I mean, I was in overalls and my hair was super greasy. And it was, you know, I had to get these chores done so I could go hang out with my friends. So I think always being constantly put into that position. And then, of course, sports like getting I played like every single sport growing up and to me that was the only thing that mattered not necessarily uh my body or what it looked like um of course there's always been times like I'm not a social justice warrior and I'm not perfect I there's so many times where I like you know you look in the mirror and you're like god damn it like this uh (laughs) this is really annoying like or like I don't like my butt or this isn't right but I think I just really grew up understanding that being your body and the physicality it can produce and going out and kicking ass and that to me if is on the joy scale so much more important than how it actually looks and I have found that even when I start obsessing over or focusing on like okay I'm trying to get I'm gonna get my skin better because you know I really want to have better skin you really start to nitpick at yourself and it, it just becomes like this huge problem instead of you know focusing on the right things so I don't know I just uh I think I just grew up in a way I was always my body was always on display in a sports sense so it didn't it didn't matter as much what it looked like yeah I think Joyce had been saying recently like she finally got to the point realizing that no matter what she did her body was still basically going to be the same and so it's time to right. just like let it go and focus on other parts of your life there was um Andy Mitchell who wrote what's the name of her book um, it was me all along it was me all along yeah she um uh-huh. went through like a, a big weight loss and you know had a lot it's a of great book by the way yeah. anyone who who hasn't read it it's a wonderful book it's called it was me all along by Andy Mitchell it's like 
like she started you know was heavy her whole life an overweight child and like had a lot of a lot of trauma trauma and like really Mm. coped around food anyway she recently posted this social media thing that um, an article on social media and it said you know think about all the time in your life that you've spent saying I'll just do it when I lose the weight but I think you can morph that into anything like I'll Mm -hmm. just do it when my skin gets better or or whatever and it's like and calculate all the time that you've spent waiting and if any amount of time is too much yeah like so true live your life yeah i think any amount of time of like worrying about what other people think of you is like that's you know it's the exact same thing yeah and i think it's i think it's great to always revisit that but the reality is is that we're always gonna like i got some like after the fallout of this article like i got a lot of things sent to me that yeah it definitely affected me like the stuff people were saying like were saying was definitely detrimental to my spirit for sure Mm -hmm. but that that i think made me appreciate like how much strength i could probably get out of like this whole experience and not only that like it's just I guess it made me realize like I can't give a fuck about so many things and (laughs) so I read I read this book called someone told me to read this book after this whole thing and it was uh the subtle art of not giving a fuck oh Mark Manson yeah Mark Manson (laughs) and like that totally shifted my perspective on like what is an actual problem you know and uh yeah it was uh it made me let go of a lot of the things I think I like that I was holding on to and uh especially when it comes to how the female body should look or what I look like and after a while it's just and I I, that's why I love hanging out with like my mom because she's just like after a while you just have to stop giving a shit you know like it's just (laughs) that's the wisdom of being older you know you just like you're like ah this is me like and so I think if we can try to internalize a little bit of that uh being younger it definitely helps there's like that do you ever have you ever read that thing about the the women in the locker room where it's like these like the young girls are always like covering themselves up and going into like the stall the bathroom stall to change and like the older ladies are just like walking around naked like foot up up on the bench just like <laughs> chatting with you with their bush in your face. Oh. <laughs> it's like they just don't give a fuck. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's so true. It's and so isn't true. Isn't that freeing? Isn't yeah. that so, so freeing? freeing. So the lesson learned here is that the next trip we go on with you, Emily, we're all going to skinny dip in the, by the moonlight and yes, <laughs> and celebrate our bodies. I would say in the sunlight, Bush but I would out. get sunburned. <laughs> Bush, Bush is out. That should be the hashtag for the trip. Bush is out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no. no, it's oh, so true. And you know what? Like, yeah, I, it was super cool to see that people responded in a way. I got so many emails of like amazing things, like people saying like, oh, you know, I was sexually assaulted. And for the first time because of CrossFit, I can wear like a tank top again. And yeah. I feel like, OK, with that. And it's like, holy crap. Like, I did not even expect anything, any kind of response like that. And it was super it was special. It was very special to realize that um, I could be by. By being authentic and by being maybe very actually very vulnerable uh to the like the my crossfit world um i got like a super cool response out of that and i think to me that makes what i do worthwhile because a lot of times like i have an existential crisis like every week of like why why am i doing this <laughs> but uh that totally makes it worthwhile um if i can like i hate saying inspire but like if i can like push someone to be like oh yeah like i she feels that way i can connect to that i can really to that that makes me feel super good like just being authentic yeah so i have to stop and pause too because i keep forgetting to message you about the janice joplin picture you posted i think it was around your 27th or your 28th birthday yes joy has been like she's brought this up multiple times how much she's like that photo 
we have to be best friends. Oh my god! Really? It needs to be a poster. I think I may put that as my screensaver. I'm sorry. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I just love it. You're just oh, in the coat. Everyone it's listening. The coat, I feel it's like. the coat. It's the lipstick. It's the dress. It's the hair. It's the. It was it snowing it's outside. Sweater. It's like everything you can is just, just like sense like, your swagger. Janice is faux show in that picture. <laughs> anyway, I just had to give you props for that because I was like blown away yes. for hours and days um so listeners go to her instagram account and it's the post of march 5th just <laughs> yeah. that's all that's all i'm gonna say i'm not even like you can't even describe this photo it's so beautiful oh um, you're so, so sweet oh and, my god i did feel like on fire in yeah that photo so. yeah that's me. And yeah. then also you've been doing some acro yoga. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, and guess what? These two people, uh, like my friend Charlie, is kind of like this Peruvian mystic techie guy. He came down and he that is to not my Mexico the third trip. adjective yes. I expected. <laughs> I was, I was Peruvian like... mystic techie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say like shaman. Like the yeah. Other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, he's a, yeah, he's a trip. Oh my gosh. Um, so he came down and he brought his friend named Kurt and Kurt is like this six foot five, like kind of interesting guy. Don't really know what he's all about, but he was super into acro. So he was showing us all these acro, um, moves and he's a really good base. Like he's super strong so he can like basically hold up anyone. Um, but note to all the listeners out there do not do acro yoga like when you're super sweaty after a run you will get somebody's sweat dripping into your mouth and it's super <laughs> unpleasant Pro tip. So I, had, I had charlie uh, like i was a base so i had charlie like on my feet and he's like has like hyper hydrosis and he was he's like this peruvian guy and he was like sweating on me and i was like charlie like we have to stop this is <laughs> I'm like so much of your fluid is becoming my fluid. (laughs) Exactly. Oh god. I was kind of disturbed, but I was like, ah, whatever. Um, That would add like an extra element, though, because they'd be slippery. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Oh my god, it's like that Talking Head song, "Slippery People." You're like, what? Um, so makes so much sense like, all of a sudden. It makes so much sense. Um, yeah, so uh, Kurt is really into acro yoga. And then I went out and visited them, some other friends in Vancouver. And they're in Vancouver, uh, Kurt and Charlie. And I was hungover because uh, I went. it was after the open. So I went out partying with some friends. And Kurt was like, let's do some acro. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm not feeling so hot. And he's like, it'll make you feel better. And so we did like this two-hour acro session of just like playing around and then with acro there's also like a ton of stretching like you're being suspended in the air and then kurt would like stretch my hips with like his hands and feet oh awesome yeah oh yeah it feels if you can go to i'm sure there's so many acro places in denver but you can go just to get the stretch just be like just stretch me in the air and it feels amazing like your hips open up in a way that's like i don't know you can't reach i know exactly what you're talking about there's like it's like those people with the sticks that stretch you with their feet oh my gosh you know what i'm talking about where did we no they had they had one of those people like first of all i had it done after the Kauai half marathon a couple years ago that just a guy with like a bamboo stick just comes and like stands on you and he uses the bamboo stick as leverage so he's not like putting all his weight on you and he just uses his feet it's kind of like the probably the same thing you're describing with acro yoga but just he's standing on you as you're laying on the ground and he just uses his feet to like manipulate all your 
your limbs and like stretch it. It's the most amazing thing ever. Whoa. And then this lady came and did it at one of the competitions yeah. we did. I think it was the turkey challenge. Oh, okay. yeah. Anyway, that sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds so nice uh, to have someone stretch you. Yeah, it feels oh, really good. So good. And yeah, and acro super cool because if you have someone who's a confident base, like they'll just basically manipulate you in the air, and then you just have to do what they say, and it's cool. It's really fun. Like, definitely when I finish, like, this whole CrossFit thing, I'm definitely going to, like, step away from barbells for a while and just do, like, all body weight, like, parkour, acro, yoga. Like, I want to be able to do standing backflip, no problem. Um, like, that kind of stuff is, like, just body movement, I think, is super cool. So we're almost out of time, and I know you had a couple questions you wanted to ask us, which I felt really cool about. So did you want to ask us? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to ask, like, so what motivated you guys to start your podcast? Oh well, I think there... <laughs> I think there's two answers. So I think there's what motivated us to start, and I think there's what motivates us to keep going, which sure. I think are two different things. Yeah. Okay. The short version of what motivated us to start was when I was listening to podcasts way back in the day when they were kind of not even a thing. There were a few CrossFit podcasts or podcasts really about being strong and lifting that were hosted by men. And I remember trying to search for more content that was female driven, and I didn't find any. And Claire and I had met at the gym, and we were both bloggers at the time. And so we talked about starting a podcast for women who do CrossFit and that's how that started. We had no idea what we were doing. And like we didn't actually know each other yeah. either. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, we kind of like were acquaintances more than anything. Yeah. So in a funny way, we grew up together on this show. Our friendship has blossomed on the show. <laughs> Yeah. <gasps> so it kind of okay. was just not, yeah, I and just had a filling a void. What it would, but I think, and then like the, yeah. yeah, I think what motivates us to keep going though, it goes back to what you were saying about like having people reach out to you to say like, oh, I reckon, you know, like, oh, whatever you're doing, what you're doing is, is impacting me in some way. And I think every single time we do an episode and we get a message that's like, oh my gosh, I loved hearing you guys talk about XYZ. That's like, okay, I guess we're going to do at least one more episode then. Cause if like this is still reaching people, then we might as well keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's very cool. And so, like, where where do you guys want to go with this? Like, well, we want to go on a trip with you, and then <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, do a, I, we could do a pod. I mean, we Hashtag have a traveling microphone, so we yeah. can do a podcast with you on your trip. Um, I think the the main point is just we love doing this and we love building the community. So as long as we keep doing that piece, we're not really interested in uh, gaining a hundred thousand followers of people who just like naked pictures. Like, we just want to build a really cool community and keep growing it to talking to more people evolving with the podcast world I feel like the podcast world is starting to kind of plateau a little bit so maybe finding new ways to put content out there there's a lot of things that we have kind of dreaming around in our minds but the most part is just getting the letters and the emails like you've seen you know when you did that post and I'm sure you get them all the time for a number of reasons but just connecting with people in that way and just if we can be a voice in some way shape or form that's helpful um, we're gonna keep doing it yeah that's interesting <laughs> I don't know about you ladies, but I also feel for women like most of the time, and this is like all women, that like activities are super watered down yes. for women. Oh my gosh. And, yeah. And it's super frustrating. Like I, I remember I went and did like this boxing thing and it was really fun, don't get me wrong, but everything that they talked about like in the workout class was like, oh, if you do this, we'll get butts like Beyonce and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, that it, inherently it bothers me because we are as women were told all the time, like everything has to be outcome or result 
driven yeah. and maybe that's just the world at large but what about what if we focused on the te- the technical aspects of boxing and like the maybe the little details that you can focus on and the results will come because you're focusing on those details like why why does everything have to be that's what i i drives me kind of nuts about the whole fitness industry you know like it's why does it it's watered down for women so that and I get that, so that they kind of come in the door at least, and then maybe they can build from there. But maybe, maybe we're just showing the wrong thing, like all the time. It, yeah, it, it's so outcome driven, right? Like, why can't it just be like enjoyed just for the sake of what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Exactly, focusing yeah. on like you know a really good jab and keeping your you know all the, those technical aspects of fighting. And it, I don't know, it just was like it kind of dawned on me. I'm like, man, like I know a lot of women that just want to like that kick ass, right? And like I wish we could show that i don't know I don't that know. is i'm so glad you brought that up i'm so glad you brought that up because i feel like the um the shift that i've kind of gone through and i think even you alluded to this in the email when we reached out you're like i love how we're just kind of coming in and out of life together and talking and having conversations as we are evolving in our journeys and i i see a lot of that when i come into the gym now as opposed to being like well i need to put in all the work so i can i don't know have better abs <laughs> yeah I'm like i just want to go in because i really like hanging out with these people and it really gives me a space to not think about work or life stressors and then i leave and i don't think i'm slowly i still have a little bit of it but i feel like now my goal is just to be moving and to be in a community and to enjoy life and to you know treat my body well as opposed to we gotta go and we gotta just work really like hard and then like oh my gosh you gotta be sore the next day and oh my gosh gains all that crap like it doesn't have to be yeah. means to an end it can yeah. just like be what it is mm-hmm. exactly exactly and i think yeah like a lot of times i uh i think my whole life i've been kind of chasing highs all the time Mm. and then you start to realize that like whatever highs those may be I mean that could be partying that could be you know working out (laughs) insanely hard um like having basically a mental illness when it comes to working (laughs) out but uh or that could be you know buying clothing or whatever and then I think after I've beca- I've started to realize and maybe I'm sure lots of people have before me but it's just like those those highs are empty and it doesn't matter like what PR you get or like what you accomplish it's like really that's not like long lasting so it, it's cool to get there and it's cool to like get that like 200 pound snatch or what whatever or your whatever you, where where you may be 200 pound deadlift yeah 200 pound deadlift <laughs> Um, right? Sorry. Oh, God, I sound so so lame. Oh my God. Yeah. Stop bragging. Stop God. bragging, Emily. I'm so fit, Emily. God. I'm just like, a, I'm just a fitness like uh, loser, you know. I just like hang out in the gym all day. God. Oh, it's so crazy. Why is it able to pick up a, to have a barbell move from the ground at 200 pounds, let alone <laughs> ever get it over my head? Exactly. But even if you do guess what it's like it's so fleeting it's like yeah Yeah. you get that and it's cool and it's great to have goals but I think I I think we also have to maybe just love the ordinary every day and like it's because we can't all be extraordinary all the time and 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 that's the problem with social media that's what people that's why people get so like bent out of shape about it because we're seeing everything extraordinary and really if people saw my actual life like i'm right now sitting with all three dogs they're like curled around my feet and i'll probably have a nap and then just like you know the monotony or like the everyday drudgery is actually super beautiful and really amazing so 
I'll stop talking because I don't know what tangent I'm going on. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, we're going to have to wrap up this tangent and then we can yeah. reconvene uh, probably at some point after the games, maybe. Um, yeah! We would love to catch up with you again, of course. I think you're. this is just going to be an ongoing... Yes. You're going to be an ongoing featured guest on our show because we love talking <laughs> I to love you. I love it. Yeah. I love checking in with you, ladies. Uh, you, uh, you have got good energy, you know? So do you. Keep the, Jan- yeah. keep the Janice going. That's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to listen to some Janice today. Uh, that is going to happen. I am too. Let's do it. Yeah. Put the yeah. vibes out. All right. So everyone, obviously the listeners, if you don't know where to find Emily Abbott, she's at Abbott the Red on all of social media. And um, please and keep us posted. And you can also yeah. listen episode 111 and episode 159 for uh, our previous interviews with Emily. And then keep us posted on the trips, Emily, and we, we will... Uh, and good luck at regionals. I yeah. like, am a little sad, but Thank also you. really proud that we didn't even talk about regionals. I know. Yeah. But, you know, hey, I think it's good what? because you know what? You're going to talk to everyone else about regionals. Exactly. You're going to be on these yeah. other episodes and, you know, ours is more special because we talk about, <laughs> we talk about dancing naked and bushes out. <laughs> yeah, bushes out. Seriously, how much can you talk about regionals though? It's like, yeah, yeah. workouts are going to be gnarly. Yeah. And yeah. then you're like, and uh, yeah, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try hard. I'm going to have some fitness and then I'm going to yeah. come home and I'm going to drink a yeah. beer. Well, good luck and then, with yeah. those and three then, things. Yeah. And then Emily's going to be like, what, what does your post-workout look like? And what do you eat? Yeah. What do you I'm eat? So glad we're not talking about that. Uh, God. <laughs> God. Um, also, I wanted to say that um, yeah. you can also find, I have an Instagram for Abbott, the red adventures. Ooh, cool. And oh, don't uh, worry. We yeah, follow so it. You can check that out. And I, I need to start posting more on there. So cool. Cause okay. I still have lots of good pictures. Well, we no love nudity you. though unfortunately no nudity <laughs> it, it it violates the instagram community rules oh, <laughs> no we have not tried that's a joke <laughs> yeah maybe you should try and yeah, just see, break see the internet how far you can push you've it. tried no you should try and break the internet <laughs> with your naked oh my post. god <laughs> All right, no. that's, that's another conversation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll talk about that later. On the uh, Bushes Out Tour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Bushes Out Tour 2018. It's going to happen. <laughs> Emily, we love you. Thanks for being on the show. We love you. All uh, right. I love you guys. All right, bye, Thank listeners. You. Say bye. Bye. Say bye. <laughs> Say bye-bye. <laughs>